Yevamatz per Gimal Mishnah Gimal. So we're going to continue now in the case of four brothers, okay, where two brothers who died were married to two sisters. So asura So let's say, so we've got these four brothers, okay, um, two of them were married to two sisters, and then there's leaving two living brothers. Each one of the brothers, so let's say one of the sisters was forbidden to one brother under an erva prohibition, and the second sister was forbidden to the other brother under an erva prohibition, then the sister forbidden to this brother, to brother A, is permitted for Yibum to the other brother, and the sister forbidden to that brother is permitted for Yibum to this brother. Since each brother has a Yibum bond with only one sister, he's permitted to perform Yibum with her. So let's look. So you've got four brothers, Ruven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda. Okay, and then two of them, let's say Ruven and Yehuda, are married to Leah and Rachel. Okay, so these are the two brothers who are married, Yehuda and Reuven. Yehuda and Reuven die, leaving Leah and Rachel as Yevamot. Now, Reuven, one brother, Shimon, let's say, is married to Leah's daughter. Okay, so Leah was married to Reuven. Shimon is married to her daughter, Dina. That makes her, that makes Leah, an erva to Shimon. And let's say the other side, the one married to Yehuda was Rachel. And the other brother is Levi, the other living brother is Levi. And he's married to Rachel's daughter Miriam. That makes Rachel an erva to Levi. So what do we find? What do we see? Is that each brother is, one of the sisters, each one of the, each one of the wives is an erva to one of the brothers. So therefore, yeah, he is, the brothers are able to marry the other one, the other sister that has that they have an erva bond with, that they don't have an erva bond with. Since each brother has a yibum bond with only one sister, he's permitted to form yibum with her. V'zohi she'amru, and this is an application of what the Chachamim said in the Mishnah, in the second perek, if an erva's sister is also her sister-in-law, okay, that is the sister Mary is married to her husband's brother, and both fall for Yubom to the third brother, to the one to whom she's an erva, the sister may perform either Khalisa or be taking Yubom. That is, if two brothers marry two sisters, and both brothers die childless, and one of the widows is an erva to the living brother, he may marry the other widow, since he has no Yubom bond with the first sister. Since one sister is an erva to the third brother, only the second sister really felt him for Yubom. She's therefore not the sister of the Zekuka. So therefore, that's the, the issue The issue was, was that if she's a sister of the Zekuka, there's a problem. But here there is... The, there is no zikabon, there is no yibum bond because she's an erva. So therefore, the, the brother command the other sister, do yibum or chalitza, if they desire, with the other sister. Mishnah Dalad. The next four Mishnayats will discuss cases now where there are only three brothers and two of them are married to two sisters or two close relatives. Okay, two women. If a man marries one of them, the other is an erva. Okay, so essentially, but we, well, you know, the example is of two sisters. Mishnah, the fourth and fifth Mishnah dis- focus on cases where the brothers who marry the sisters both die childless. So Shlosha Achim, let's say there were three brothers. Shnai Mehen and Nesuin Shte Achayot. Two of them were married to two sisters. O Isha Uvita, or to a woman and her daughter. O Isha Uvats Bita, or to a woman and her daughter's daughter. O Isha Uvats Bena, or to a woman and her son's daughter. And those two brothers die childless. Okay, so. The law is as follows. These women perform chalitza with the remaining brother, but may not be taken in yibum by him. Okay, neither of these women is an erva to the third brother. Thus, they have a yibum bond to him, but he could not marry either of them because they are each forbidden to him for yibum as the sister or mother or grandmother of his zukukah. Since this prohibition is not strong enough to erase the yibum bond, 
Okay, that is because it's only a rabbinic prohibition. He must perform chalisa, which each of them. For Rabbi Shimon Potter, Rabbi Shimon, however, is exempts them even from chalisa. In his opinion, when two closely related women fall to one yavam, is no yibum bond with either of them. So, so according to Rabbi Shimon, the sister of Zukka prohibition is biblical, although neither woman is actually married to him. The Torah treats their yibum bond as if it were a marriage. Therefore, they are each like an eravat to him and thus free of any yibum bond. Now, the Mishnah teaches what happens when one of the sisters is forbidden to the living brother in some way. Well, one of the sisters, okay? If one of the women was forbidden to him under an Ervat prohibition, then he is forbidden to marry her, but is permitted to marry her sister, since she's the only woman with whom he has a Yubum bond. Okay, because she was forbidden as an Ervat, so therefore there's no Yubum bond. Okay, so therefore the other sister, the other, the other, the other woman in this in this in this situation is permitted. Isur mitzvah or isur kudusha. However, if one of the women was forbidden to him under a prohibition due to the mitzvah to keep rabbinic laws, or under a prohibition due to the need to maintain the sanctity of the kahuna, cholosots v'lomit yabamos, but then both women perform chalitza, but may not be taken yibum since she has a yibum bond with both women. Okay, have a good day.